Good morning, Top Fan Reverie followers. On a Tuesday morning, hope you are doing well. We got through the first day. We got Stephen Luker um, on the podcast yesterday. Now we're bringing Jim into the house. He's a new podcast guest. Jim, how are you doing this wonderful Tuesday morning? I'm doing very well. Thank you both for having me. I'm excited to come. Yeah, we're excited to have you. Absolutely. And, and, Jim, now this is Tigerstown talk, but I hear you're a fan of a different team. Which team are you a fan of? Yeah, I'm a Blue Jays fan going way back uh, to the World Series championship days, back to when uh, Cecil Fielder was a Tiger. And uh, the Tigers back then were, a, it, it was a big rivalry. Uh, Tigers and Blue Jays back when they were uh, division division foes so uh that goes back way back might be dating myself with that reference but hey it is what it is so yeah jay's fan going way back so um so harmony jim will smile at this right and for those of you listening to the audio you're not going to see a smile but touch them all joe you'll never hit a bigger home run than that (laughs) oh yeah that's it that's the, that's the top of the mountain. We climbed the top of the mountain, and now it feels like it's it's tough. It see that's such a great baseball moment, and to have that at a young age, it's kind of tough to ever climb that mountain again. That's the it was a great moment. Uh, I'll probably never feel that way again though. Watching watching baseball, oh. Jim. I got to tell you, I, I got to tell you real quick before Harmony gets in on her questions. I'm a huge Rocky guy. Um, mm-hmm. so I love things, Philadelphia, right? I had never been to Philadelphia until last year and I was there last year for top fan referee. And it was, it was so funny that I remember distinctly wild thing, Mitch Williams coming out and mm-hmm. thinking, man, I, you know, I want the Philadelphia, I want Rocky to beat the, why, why do we care about Canada? Like it was all like a Rocky reference for me. And when he, when Joe Carter hit that home run, I remember thinking we just got knocked out by Clever Lang. Uh, that's that's mm. what I thought. I mean, I had to make a reference someplace, right? So that was a that that series, that '93 series, really was like. I mean, it only went six, but obviously, it almost went seven. That was a that was a great series. It was. It was. So, Harmony, I'm sure you got some questions for Jim. Go ahead. I do. So, first, do you have a favorite player, either now or growing up, or both? Growing up, my favorite player was Roberto Alomar. Uh, as a kid, watching him play second base, what he did defensively was incredible. And now, um, I don't really have one specific. I I, I appreciate Ronald Acuna Jr., uh, Manny Machado, Juan Soto. It's it's exciting to. Um, follow and track the entire sport because I, I probably have 15 favorite players right now. Whereas when I was a kid, I had one and it was Alomar. And now that I'm a, a, a grown adult, you know, I've got 15 that because the sport is so exciting right now. Yeah. That's kind of like me because when I was growing up, Bill, 
Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Came up with the Blue Jays. Yeah. So, and now I have a bunch of favorite players. Mm-hmm. None of them Manny Machado, though. Sorry, Padres fans. Manny who? All right. Here's a fun one. Do you have a least favorite player? Oh, yeah. It's Rugnit Odor. I hate Rugnit Odor. I'm glad he's out of the league. I think he's playing overseas now. I wish they could send him to the moon. I can't. I, Rugnit Odor is, will forever be public enemy number one. So. That's how I feel about Gunnar Henderson. Well, so, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. You know so, what? Roll Tide. Roll Tide, roll. roll. Uh, so, okay there you go you're you're just mad because jose didn't duck well it's hard to duck when you don't see it coming like when when was the baseball field and when's the next time it's going to happen like even with tim anderson and jay ram last year like tim anderson knew it was coming but he just <laughs> didn't have the instincts to to get out of the way jose had no idea it was coming it was just bam <laughs> Yeah, um, exactly, exactly. It's that's very, very true. I actually laugh because I actually I come up with sarcastic nicknames. Sometimes I've got to do that because mm-hmm. it just is the way it rolls, right? So somebody said, "Oh, Tim Anderson signed with the Mar- uh, Marlins," and I just laughed. I said, "No, no, no, that's not his name. Say his full name." And somebody goes, "Well, who, what's his full name?" I said, "Tim." I square off and get knocked the heck out, Amber Anderson, <laughs> and. Just like Barry, I swear, never took steroids once. No, I mean it's kind of no, the same I, I thing, think right? Of, I think of Tim Anderson as the uh, as the old uh, Mike Tyson punch out character, Glassjaw. Yeah, he's he's Tim Tim Glassjaw Anderson. Yes, yes. Oh, Jim, we're gonna have Here's to have you on when you got more time. This is awesome. All right, go ahead and mm-hmm. me. So, here's another question for you, Jim. I actually have two more, and then I'll throw it back to Bill. So, my first one is. Is there anyone you think should be in the Hall of Fame with the caveat they have to have already been on the ballot once and they can't have been banned from baseball? So there is it somebody who's off the ballot at this point? Or ha- has been on the ballot like a Billy Wagner. And just not getting respect? Yeah. Um, there's so, oh boy, that there, there's so many. I believe Andrew Jones is a Hall of Famer. Uh, what he did the first 10 years of his career, if he had retired, after that, uh, I believe that he would have been in the Hall of Fame already. Uh, so I think Andrew Jones, uh, I believe Omar Vizquel for his defense. We have players in the Hall of Fame for their defense. And Cal Ripken Jr. only won uh, two gold gloves, if, if memory is, is is keeping up with a good of a defensive shortstop. So uh, for, for Omar's glove alone, I believe he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, defense is a key part of the game and Andrew, Andrew Jones, what he did with the glove and with the bat was, I mean, for, for a 10 year stretch was the best in baseball. So those two come to mind. If I were to grab one that's off the ballot, I think that there can be an argument made that Carlos Delgado got robbed. Uh, Carlos Delgado didn't even make it through the first year. He was off. He didn't get enough to stay on the ballot. And the reason why, it's it's the games that the writers play, where the writers, you have some writers that will only vote for one or two guys. They 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 
hold their vote in such high esteem that they're only going to vote for one player. Even though there are certainly, when you look at the ballot, there's eight Hall of Famers on this ballot. That year, if you go back and look at Delgado's year, I think like 15 Hall of Famers on that ballot. So there was no voting for Carlos Delgado because the voters leading up to that point had let it log jam so bad that there were no votes left to be had for Carlos Delgado. So I think Delgado got a raw deal. He feels like a guy that if he had hung on long enough, and I know I'm going long here, so I'll wrap it up. If he had held on and been able to remain on the ballot, he's probably a guy that gets in towards the end, that ninth or 10th year. Maybe he, he has a shot at getting in. Yeah. No, I, I, I get it. Carlos Delgado is a tough one because he never – he was so good, but he was always so overlooked. So he was Played a in Canada. One. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If he if he did that with the Yankees, if he did that, if he did it with the Tigers. If he did it with a team in the states, I believe he would have had a different uh, recognition. I think that's why he wanted to get out. That that is why he went to the Mets. Um, that that's why he wanted to to, to his career was just wasting away. He has four hundred and seventy three home runs and over fifteen hundred RBI. Um, he's over 2000 hits. Are they the slam dunk numbers, right? Is it 500 home runs? No. Is it 3000 hits? No. 1500 RBI is pretty impressive though. Uh, I, I believe that Carlos Delgado is, has been wrongfully, uh, kept out. And, and you may be right about that. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. You may be right about that. I, I, yeah, I, it's yeah. Carlos Delgado, that's a good one. That's that's actually a very, very good one. So um, let me ask you this. Ballparks, where have you been? Uh, I've probably been to close to half, you know. Uh, uh, um, uh, Pittsburgh, uh, Miami, I, I, Tampa, uh, pretty much East Coast. I pretty much have the East Coast stadiums taken care of. I have not been to, I need to. It's it's the biggest mark against me at this point. I have not been. I've been to Fenway. Um, I've been to Philly. I have not been to Yankee Stadium, or I have not been to City Field. Those are two that I feel like, and I can knock them out in a weekend if I wanted to. I live close enough. I just haven't done it. Okay, so so let me ask you this: You got a week off, or you got? We'll give you three weeks off. You got three weeks off, unlimited resources. Okay. But you can only go to five ballparks. Where are you going to go? You know, I got to go. I have to go out west, right? Um, just because, you know, I, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to drive up. I'm going to take the scenic drive. I'm going to sell express, get up to New York, hit Yankee Stadium, City Field, then fly west. Uh, I got I hit, hit Dodger Stadium, go to San Fran, and I guess finish up in San Diego. That's probably it. Do a little cross country, a little cross country excursion. Okay, that's that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I like that. The um. I like that. Good. So let me wrap up with this final question. We talked about the Hall of Fame, talked about where you would go, talked about um, 
favorite players, uh, where you became a, a, a Blue Jays fan. Tell me a little bit. Um, just tell me real quick, uh, just your thoughts on kind of, and I've got a thousand topics, but we'll pick players holding out in free agency. What are your thoughts on this? Well, it's interesting because I don't, I don't feel like we know everything that's happening. So to the degree is Blake Snell, is it Blake Snell? Is it Scott Boris? Uh, when you hire Scott Boris, you know what you're, what you're getting and what you're signing up for. And, and you may not be ready. Uh, at this point, Montgomery and Snell may not be ready because of this, this situation. I would love to see the players in there getting ready to play. But like in every sport across the board, it is the most difficult relationship between the players and the owners in Major League Baseball. Um, football, because the contracts are completely different. It's a different relationship. Basketball, they're guaranteed. Uh, and, there's, and, and the basketball is going through this player empowerment era right now. With baseball, though, because you are the team's property – Still, for the first six years after you make your debut and through the minors. And that doesn't happen in any other sport. Players get to a certain point where they're like, I have been financially restricted, and now I need to get paid. And I and I, I agree with that. Um, um, play and, and, and routes that they take that I that I don't agree with. I I think Scott Boer should have his players in camp right now. Those I think deals should have been done, but I think that's more about Scott Boer's, um making some mistakes uh, with this offseason. I'm Matt Chapman should have taken the Toronto Blue Jays deal. Uh, uh, Scott Boer should have seen what was coming this offseason. I saw it and I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm nobody from nowhere. And I saw it coming. He should have seen it coming with the RSN situations, with the markets, how they were with the Otani, with, with all of it. So, I do believe the players, again, they have very little financial rights uh, their first six years. Think about what can happen in your first six years to where I believe that when they finally reach free agency, they should get paid. Now, I just maybe disagree with how some agents do it. You know, Scott Boris, um, you know, the agency uh, – Uh, for a t that was a work uh, that the Blue Jays took it uh, hard. So I guess that's, I guess that's my as condensed as I can feeling on it. Well, I have one more question for you. Yeah. So with the Pakoda rankings coming out a couple weeks mm -hmm. ago now, do you mm -hmm. think that they were, you're not going to like me for this question, Jim, they were kind okay. of overrating the Yankees and underrating the Orioles. I think they definitely underrated the Orioles. The Orioles. What was what was the Oriole win projection? Ninety two. Ninety three. Um, Ninety three. The the Orioles. The Orioles. I'm going to pull it up real quick while we're um while we're talking. I'm going to get them all right in front of me. I do believe that they missed on a few of these items. Uh, the Yankees at 94. The Orioles were 85. 85. The Orioles. The Orioles, okay, so this is as of right now. 
So their up heels are at 85. That's a joke. <laughs> so uh, the, and the Yankees are 94. I think the Yankees, if everything goes right, if everything, if everyone's healthy, can get to 94. I think the Orioles will also probably get to 94. Uh, even without Kyle Bradish, let's say Bradish misses a year. I think that they'll be fine. So there definitely is, when I look at these Pakoda ratings, there is, there are some question marks that I have throughout. Not so much with the Yankees win projection, more so with the Orioles win projection. It's at 85.7 right now. I do believe that's after the Bradish injury. But even still, I think it was like, like you said, it was like low 90s or, or high 80s, and which still was underrepresenting what I think they could do this year. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, okay, I know you got to go, um, but I'm going to wrap up by uh, where does everybody find you? We're going to tag you um, and where we know to find you, but where does everybody find you? You have a, a, a tremendous following on YouTube. Yeah, you can find me on YouTube. You search Jim Riley, Ball Cap Sports. Uh, you'll find me there talking baseball, talking my talking my mouth off uh, about baseball. And you can find me on Twitter at Jim Riley Live. I don't really have – I mean, I have an Instagram account, but it's irrelevant. I think the last time I posted a photo there was two years ago. So Instagram, I'm just not doing – I don't have the time for it. But Twitter, at Jim Riley Live for some baseball talk. Uh, but YouTube is the main spot to find me. There you go. There you go. Well, I um, I appreciate that. Uh, you, I appreciate your time. Stick around for 30 seconds. Top fan rivalry followers. I know this is Tiger Town talk, but guess what? Harmony brought this uh, great guest on, and so we're happy to have him. Uh, you know, Jim, thank you so much for your time. Hope you enjoy your day. Top fan rivalry followers, I hope you enjoy your Tuesday. Stay out of trouble if you're going to cause trouble. Call Harmony. She wants to help you. Okay. So thanks so much. <laughs> thanks, guys.